Hello, good evening, and welcome. Yes, that music means that we are back at home for the first time and who knows how long to do a podcast. Good to have you guys uh, with us this evening here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. My name is John Jagu. Always a pleasure to join you guys. Make sure all my knobs are pointed in the right direction. Sounds a little weird. But uh, glad to have you guys with us here on the podcast. It's Sunday night. A lot of uh, very good uh, soccer being played over the weekend. Some very favorable results for some very important people. Namely, Joel and I. Here on the, on the Cantina Mekis podcast, which we'll get into. Because it was it was uh, it was a uh, fin de semana de derbis, derbis. So we had el, el derby chilango and el derby tapatio. And we'll talk about that. A couple of the clásicos uh, and, and results. Uh, some coaches have been fired. Teams are struggling. Teams are surprised doing surprisingly well. And uh, some players uh, in Europe are also uh, doing well. So we will uh, touch on all that here on the Cantina Mekis podcast on this Sunday night. Glad that you're joining us. Of course, you can join us live here on YouTube every time we podcast. And again, we've told you all that our schedule is going to be kind of bouncing around, so we're not doing our trying to get our usual Thursday show in. But sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But uh, we do uh, have the the show tonight on YouTube, and of course, you can listen to this and all of our previous editions. Download them from the podcast center on iTunes, as well as on Google Play. And of course, if you subscribe to those, then every time we post a podcast, it, you know, set up notifications and you will get notified that the pendejos did another one so you can listen to us again. So, uh, we do appreciate y'all, uh, those that subscribe to us. We do appreciate y'all's patronage. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you with us. Joel Aceves joins me from, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Irvine. Is that right? Irvine? Yes, Cal- sir. Ir- that Irvine, that would be Cal- correct. Now, yes. Joel, that is that is in the OC. So you've you've changed zip codes. Yes, yes, I have. Are you? Uh, it's, it's been like a year now. It's been a year. It's been a year. Are you? Uh, so, at, at what point are we? Do we expect to talk to you? You know, from Pacific Palisades or from <laughs> or mean, from, or from the Hollywood Hills. Once, once I win the, once I hit the Super Lotto, Ion. From from Brentwood or, or Century or City. One of one of the scratchers. One of the scratchers. Yeah, uh, Brainwood, so I could live, uh, I could be neighbors with, with Vela and, and I'm pretty sure Chicharro somewhere down the line. Uh, I'll yeah. go, I'll, I, I could see it now, you know, I, I go out to get the newspaper and, and, uh, you know, I see Vela mowing his lawn or something. Right. <laughs> exactly. Chicharro pushing the, pushing the stroller. There in uh, in Bear. but I I I I I I will I will disagree with you. I, I do think that uh, of all players, I think Javier will uh, will go back because I I just don't think that that means that much to him, and I think he also had a much more uh, lucrative career. So. It, it's you know what, but but I agree with that. But now, but there's two things to me that. That I see with him that that make me think that he's gonna come to to the U.S. to MLS and and that's that's that he, he just he hates Mexican media he rarely gives interviews uh, I know he's boycotted a lot of outlets uh, and then second he's having a kid and his wife's Australian so I'm guessing 
she could find better job prospects or just overall feel better uh, living stateside. Yeah, those 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 are uh, those are very good points. You know what, Chicha says, "Hey, learn Spanish." <laughs> yeah, is what he's going to yeah. do. <laughs> no, and, you're, and you know it's you, true. You make, but, very, you make some very strong. Yeah, uh, your, and, your argument's very strong. There's no question. And, and, and Guadalajara is only two hour, two hour plane ride from LA. You know, so it's not like he will be far from his family. Two hours, that's that's nothing, man. <sighs> I mean, two hours is like is like driving from from Irvine to San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's an hour. I'm not sure. I never, I never done that drive, young. <laughs> but uh, LA to TJ was a three hour drive. Hmm, interesting. So maybe uh, Ticharo can uh, meet his family in TJ then. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Um, one hour, like what, like forty-five minutes or something on, do, on a plane. Do you think, uh, Joel, that uh, well, 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 we know he listens to podcasts, so we don't have to ask that question. <laughs> but, 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 two, uh, do you think that uh, that that the Javier's TV was was turned on last night, or I guess early early in the morning over in uh, over in England? Do you think he was uh, catching the Clásico Tapatio? Do you think he was watching a little of that? Could be, could be. I mean, I, I don't. Hard to say. I, I haven't heard him talk about Chivas like the way um, I know Marco Fabian did, and Marco Fabian sent a tweet to uh, the Chivas new striker uh, Alexis Vega, and he said, uh, "You know, how does it feel to score a hat trick?" So, something along those lines. So, uh, because if I'm not mistaken, I, 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 I'm not a a, a, uh, you know, we have been accused of being a Chivas podcast, which cracks me up because we give Chivas <laughs> all kinds of hell on this podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and when every after, yeah, I was I was one of the few podcasts to criticize Mati, you know, when when things even when things were going right, this was one of the few podcasts that actually call him out for not being able to win at home. For having that terrible so record, you you refused to lionize Mati. You you refused to to, to to just just heap. Oh, I still do. Mountains of praise. Mountains. Of I praise. still do. I, I give him. You know, I give him credit. He deserves a lot of credit. But I think a lot of fans are disin, disingenuous to put him up there among the greats. Sure. I think that they're they're doing a disservice, and and it just shows they don't know much of the history of the club. If if you're all of a sudden gonna discredit, you know, all of the stuff, just because this is the more recent, you know, just because right. they got to see it, I get it. You got to see some of this, but it's it's not as great as as it looks. Well, I mean, you know, the 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 the, the history I do know about Chivas is is that is that they average a championship and have for oh the last forty years. Yeah, but they, I mean, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fortifying what you were trying to say. What is it? You know, you know, Chivas's history, at least in 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 in, in the modern era, which is the Liguilla era, has been yeah, it's been, has been spotty at best. Spot spotty at best, I think is the best way to describe. It. Yeah, I, and that that's a big reason why why um why Mati, you know, but I think he he got fortunate because he he came in at the right time when when the league. 
had propped up all these cups again, and a lot of teams weren't even taking these tournaments serious. But but you're mm-hmm. winning them, and and credit to that. But then the fans sort of like, hey, five championships, you know. Well, here here's and, the deal, Cohen. For for in in in, in forty years, the, the, we we've only been able to say this. Oh, hang on, let me start that. I've been say this. <laughs> So we've we've done that four times, right? Ah, uh, yes. The rest of the time for Chivas, it's it's, it's been this. I know, I know. You know, it's it's been. Uh, I know, but but they did came close to winning Libertadores, and that's. I think they came close twice, so that's that's pretty impressive. They did, um, and, and and what I, what I was going to say earlier, uh, Joel, about the history was. Hatricks. If, if I'm not saying again, again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Chivas historian. I don't, I don't have. I don't have the, the the Chivas archives. But I think I believe the last Chivas player to to, to score a hat trick in a game was Marco Fabian against Atlas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, Atlas is cursed. You said it at the start of the season, Yon. Atlas is going to find a way to Atlas. They, oh, you know, because yeah. they they had such a great start. And um, they were doing really good, and and this is gonna hurt them. Uh, they had lost to America, and now they're losing to Chivas. And, and it's not just losing, but the way they lost, and by three zero, uh, I think that's gonna affect them a bit. It's why when I was I, I was posting last night during the the Clásico Tapatio because uh, I I got to watch it. Uh, in its entirety, which uh, has been a rare thing for me, uh, these. Uh, and during this uh, portion of the of the calendar year, and uh, I was I, I came away impressed. But uh, the rhetorical question that, that I asked, and I say rhetorical because we all know what the answer is: is will Atlas be able to come back from this? And of course, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to be a jerk about it, but that's just the reality. Is that it's let me put it this way: if 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 they if they if they somehow turn it around and 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 make the make the league and like make the semifinals, you know, I I will I will, you know, what was it that Jose Ramon said when I said he said una bofetada con con guante blanco, you know, across my face, was uh, how how uh, Jose Ramon wanted to be uh, punished for his. Lack of, I want to say confidence, but I, I guess lack of confidence in Mexico's ability to win the gold medal in, in, in London in 2012. But but it was a hat trick by by Alexis, Alexis Vega, a, a very well taken hat trick that, uh, that that does in Atlas. I mean that the first goal came like within the first five minutes on a terrible defensive mistake. It was it was it was just a typically. I mean, I can't describe it other than just the typical Atlas play. Just a devastating mistake that Alexis Vega does a, does, does the smart thing and he does not take the extra touches. He sees what he has in front of him and he executes. And, and, uh, and, and that's what he did. He just executed and, 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 and he scored. His, uh, second goal was actually, I was watching, the, uh, his second goal was very impressive. I was watching it this morning. So he collects the ball, you know, you know, 40 yards away from goal, you know, uh, 
high up the pitch, gets knocked down by, by the defender, and then the defender kind of leaves. He gets up and makes this fantastic sprint, and then Aconabrizuela uh, finds him, and then once again one-times it into the goal, where the goalie isn't. And his third goal was a, you know, more of a typical, uh, you know, just respond to the set. But again, a great setup play by by Conabrizuela, and he was able to again one-time it into the net. And uh, well, it's uh, uh, I pointed this out last night. And I think the, you might agree that it's refreshing to see a Mexican striker just not use that extra touch that they don't need. It's just it's been like the curse of the Mexican striker forever. It's just to make they make they make one touch too many. Like they. They're not uh, judicious. Yeah, he not with he a def- lot of touches. He definitely um, showed why why Chivas uh, paid so much to bring him to bring him in. He does have that that uh, you know that striker quality, and uh, he had not scored in the previous six games. So uh, you know the Saints said destapó. You know. Uh, he unleashed, he unleashed what he had. And, uh, you know, there was beginning to be some criticism because Chivas sent out Macias, uh, one of the youth from the, from the, from their youth squads, one of their promising youth. Um, they sent him to Leon and he's been killing right now. He's been killing. Yeah. He has like four goals right now. Yeah. He's yeah, been playing we, very well, and uh, it makes me wonder. I mean, you know, is that what we need to happen for these players to get it going? Is for is for Chivas to cut them loose? You know, because that happened with Vitor Guzman, and he's he's been an animal. Yeah, a great player. Well, that's yeah. Well, the thing the thing with um, I'm I'm gonna say it with the the thing with with Macias was um, ah, man, there's some politics involved right there, you know, where 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 it's kind of shady what happened, but but yeah, it seemed like that was the best option for him to leave in order to get the playing time, but he was already like he was already being pinpointed as one of the talents uh, but but she was didn't, like the difference with, with Victor Guzman um, so uh, she was not willing to sell him this time uh, Victor Guzman, what I think happened there was that, that Matias really wanted Pizarro. And, and Pachuca was like, uh, we'll sell him to you for this much. They put a really high price tag and, and, uh, Guzman became like, uh, moneda de cambio, you know, 10 million. They sold they sold Guzman to Pachuca for ten million, and then put seven more million for Pizarro, which they, you know, ended up selling anyways. I, don't, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of maneuvering there because, um, you know, I, I just is you could just see how bad the club was being mismanaged. Like you're, you're doing all these weird. Trekkers, you know, and then at the end, you don't, you know, you end up with nothing. So, um, hopefully, uh, and, and I think a lot of the fans are up, are up on this now, and a lot of them are very aware because, because, uh, with Guzman was kind of a sleeper, you know, 
people weren't expecting him to blow up the way he did. But people have been, a lot of Chivas fans have been keeping track of, of Macias. So it's going to be a lot harder for the team to just, to just sell him and, and not incur the wrath of the Chi hermanos. Well, it's not just, uh, It's not just, uh, <clears throat> you know, you know, we have our own Profe, Profe Uribe, who has been keeping uh, very close tabs on the, <laughs> on the, um, desarrollo, I guess you could say, of, uh, of JJ Macias. So yeah, I mean, if, if, if he's keeping tabs on it, I can imagine that, that there are a lot more that are probably doing the same thing and haciendo, you know, getting the abacus out and going, well, he's going yeah. here and he's going to the you know, making all the, uh, you know, adding it all up and, uh, Getting it all figured out to see, you know, who's the one that. Uh... Yeah, well, from the from the, you know from what I've gathered from the lavanderas, you know, it's. it's uh... I was that's what I was looking for. I was I was I was, I was dragging. I was I was I was trying to buy some time. Oh, so it's on a different well, page. No, yeah, yeah, that was one of the reasons for the loan. Is is that Chivas is, you know. In, in order to sell some of these players that they have, that they haven't to get, haven't had a chance to get rid of, you know, so they kind of have to promote them a bit before they could, they could sell them from the club. So I, I, I do think they have a, they have a future in mind with this kid. And, uh, and, and then, cause right now they seem to have a bit more strikers than they need and, and, you know, which to me that the whole Madrigal thing doesn't make much sense. Like why they brought him in when, uh, and the, they sent to Monterrey the, the other guy who I'm already forgetting his name. See what happens, John? <laughs> he was just coming out of his best season with Chivas and, and they sent him away on loan. Yes, yes, sir. He's now with Necaxa he, of, of all places. He missed a penalty. No, no, uh, he I said Monterrey. No, no, no. Saldivar? What is it Necaxa right now? No, 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 there's two. They sold one and then they oh, sent no, one. I don't know what the one is. Yeah, because, um, um, so, so they did like, they bought, they bought oh, the that, one Was it Godinez? Was that, was, is that the one you're talking about? Oh, no, no, sir. No, sir, um, it, it's, see, it's, see, um, when you want the you want the the, the the facts and up to the minute roster information, the Cantina Mekis podcast is, is is your podcast here. So we're like seventy five year olds. Well, I can't remember if he's on the team or not. I just, I just, I'm trying to rack my brain and oof, oof. Well, anyway, the point, the point is, is that Macias is taking advantage of his opportunity. He's got four goals. Leon, you know, if there's one team we need to talk about, who in Liga Mekis, it's a, you know, before we get to the, uh, the, uh, the victory, the great, great victory from from earlier today in uh, in Seoul. Before we get to that, before we get to that, Joel, Leon have been have been on an absolute tear, tear, Joel. They have been playing really, really enjoyable and enjoyable games. They've 
They've scored 16 goals. They have a plus 11 goal, plus 11 goal differential. This was a team that was like in, in one of the last places last year. They're only four points from the top 16 points. They just put a whooping on uh, whoever it was that they played over the weekend, whose uh, name is escaping me at the moment. See, See again, we have, we have again, one job. Again, hard-hitting stuff. It's... It's Angel Saldivar. It's late. It's late. It's Angel Saldivar. Who yeah, went unknown. He's, he's in Necaxa. No, sir. He's, he's in Monterrey. No, I saw him miss a penalty <laughs> against Chivas. You must be confusing him. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you are, sir. It's, it's, no, you could check, check the roster right now. Um, He went, he went. They did like a switch of rule, which did not make any sense to me because Saldivar, the previous season, had scored six goals in league, which it was his, you know, he had recovered from injury. It was his best season ever. And I'm thinking, okay, if if he could replicate this this season, score six, maybe seven, you know, that, that would that would be a pretty big boost. Uh, and, and, um, and then they send him out, and they bring in Madrigal, who had scored like three goals, and it just it didn't make sense. And I'm like, and they're both loans, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> what, what was what's the point of this? You know? Are are you checking your? There's John. I'm sorry. Are, are you are you no? Uh, I think Necaxa, you must be thinking another Chiva, another Chiva, former Chiva alumni. Oh well, regardless. Again, you get the hard hit information. You come, you come here to the Cantina Mix podcast. So, so Leon, <laughs> a, a surprise team, Juan, a surprise team in the Leon. Yes, Cantina is a team that uh, you know, and and frankly, I'm I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I like it when Leon is because I, I think Leon. I, I think the old. Traditional teams from outside the uh, the major metropolitan areas. There's, there's, there's just this. Um, to me, there's just a massive amount of romanticism that that are that, that that go along with 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 those teams. So I'm always happy to see a team like that do well in in, in the league. You know, Pachuca. I, I don't, I don't feel the same about because they were they were not in the league when I was a kid. They were in the second division, so they never really. But you got, you know, came to, you know, after I, uh, so I don't necessarily feel the same, which is weird because I'm just going to describe it out of it, but, but, uh, here, here, here I have it, Yon. Angel Sepulveda is a Necaxa. Oh, did I, get my, a, did I get my Angels confused? He, he was at Chivas last season, uh, 2018, but I was talking about Angel Saldivar. It kind of looked the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I got my, yeah. my Angels mixed up. There you go. Yeah, you cut your your angels. Mixed well, I'm up. not a Chivas. I'm not. I'm not a Chivas fan. Not so a Chivas. Yeah. I'm not, I, aside I from trophies. Uh, well, aside from the know, trophies. That... Just think of how good Chivas is going to be, Joel, when when La Trophies comes back and is and, and is 100 healthy. He can he can be on the left, <laughs> Conejo on the he, right. With uh... he will, yeah, he will provide some extra spark. He should hopefully. He, he could be. He could be the difference maker for. Uh, for Chivas in the uh, in the upcoming Liga. 
and then and then on the Gold Cup, and then you know culminate his uh, transfer to Liverpool or you know Man 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 City. You know, Bep Bep, Bep is probably you know you know who's been watching tape on him for sure is Bep. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think I don't think there's any. That there's that there's any doubt that there's any doubt. But, that, but let's stick to Leon before we get we get tagged with a with being a Chiwa pro Chiwa. Yeah, but <laughs> like I said, I mean, I mean, you know, Leon to me is you know, I just, I, 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 I'm, I, I like Leon. I'm a Leon fan. I like I like their I like their uniform. I like, I like you know their stadium. Apparently, is supposed to be just awful, but I think it's just great. You know. You know, you get fans there that are loud, and it's a good crowd. It's it, it looks it looks like a, a, you know, if we ever if we ever do our our, our tour of stadiums, well, I think that I think Leon needs to be a stop. It should, yeah, yeah, I agree. That is uh, that is one thing that should that that should definitely happen. So, and of course, uh, Joel yesterday. Uh, both Monterrey and Tigres. Well, you know, Tigres is, is starting to play extremely well. They played another surprising team, Nagaxa, too. That was another, frankly, very entertaining match. And uh, Gignac scored uh, a couple of goals. And he scored uh, his first goal with uh, with uh, just an incredibly violent taconazo uh, into, the, into, the, into, the, uh, into the corner, like a, like a 12-yard backheel pass that, that, he, that he got airborne. Looked like a low, like a low knuckler, and it went right into the corner. Then it was a great shot. It was just unbelievably well uh, executed. And, uh, and then he gets a header with another one, and Valencia scores. And uh, Nicaxa has that crazy Chilean Brian Fernandez, who's been outstanding for them uh, so far this year. And uh, he actually had scored. I think it's Argentino. I thought he was Chilean. No, I think he's Chilean. No, he he came from the Chilean league. Hey, again, if you if you oh, is that what it is? If you get the hard hitting <laughs> he- information. I do know he. You know what? Because this is the one thing I, I I criticized a while back. I criticized Mexico fans, and I said we're more harsh on our own. You know, we don't have the same the same list of demands when it comes to club. Because like when you see a Montes returning or Layun, and they saw this, he gave up on his career because he's coming over here. Well, um. El Brian, he had been in France with Mets. Uh, so I mean, he, he, and he, he returned. He would, he, he came, you know, he only played seven games and then he, he went to, to Chile, Union La Calera on loan. And he, he did pretty good there. 12 games, 11 goals. That almost sounds dirty, Hoyle. <laughs> The name of that team. It almost sounds dirty. Oh man, oh man. So we're a family show, Yon. Let's let's keep it PG. Uh and then you know, El, El Brian, he's he's from Santa Fe, Argentina, and then he he ends up in Necaxa and he's been insane, man. I I saw the game against Chivas and this guy was like every time he was on the ball, man, I was I was like, Whoa. Well, you know? What was the name of the team again? The, 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 the Chilean team? Union La Calera. Union La Calera, right. Yeah. It, just, it sounds a little dirty. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to He came, you know, he, he's crazy because, you know, he's, he was from, uh, the, I think the club that owned him was Racing Club. 
and he had been on loan for like the past two years. Chivas bought him. So there's and and he's been really good for Necaxa. Oh, he's they have, they have to have a pretty decent team. Necaxa, they yeah, have. yeah, Necaxa. We should talk more about Leon too, because uh, it's it's really interesting. Their goal, like as you were saying earlier when we were, you know, before the show, their goal differential is pretty insane. Yeah, it's uh, I mean they've only allowed five goals in seven games. Which, as anyone who's watched Leon for the past few years, I mean, you you have to be just shaking your head. You're like, you're kidding, because they, they they had you know, after they got their championships, they, they had some of the, they had some bad defense. It was it was it was it was definitely their problem. After uh, Rafa left, I guess you could you could say that, but uh, no, they're 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 playing very well. Tigres is playing well. Monterrey, you know, Tigres and Monterrey have Conca Champions uh, duty coming up. So. Uh, you know, they're, they're they're. I know that. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that Tigres is is gunning for the Coca Champions. They, I, I almost feel like that that they would rather um, miss out on the uh, Apertura, like they did, and then get those extra was it a month off or whatever it was, and get ready for this half of the tournament, and uh, and then also for Coca Champions. I think that they they had dead legs last time they played Coca Champions, and they don't want that to happen again. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, you know what I find interesting of Leon is that they have Cota, so they have they already had Yarbrough. And, oh, Yarbrough's uh, terrible. Yeah, Yarbrough. The, he he announced <laughs> his you know his willingness <laughs> to play for the U.S. and 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 frankly, ever since he did that, his his level he, went down. The yeah, tube. he's he'll give you one good and then one bad, huh? So I, I don't know if he's replaced him. I haven't seen Leon games. I must say, uh, so I don't know. But Cota is is a really good, a good keeper, and uh, that's that's they have. Uh, and then they picked up the Costa Rican guy. Yeah, uh, Joel Campbell, who uh, yes, Ricardo La Volpe tweeted, "Hey." <laughs> That guy, yeah, that guy's one. And, and frankly, you know, this one we could say, you know, okay, we'll give you that one. Do you give you that one? Yeah, we'll give yeah. you that. And and you know, in midfield they have Montes and Zambuesa, which are, you know, both very good talents. Zambuesa's right up there in age; he's thirty-five. Uh, but but when he's on it, he can make a difference. He's yeah, but one I mean, of those players. you know, a player like Zambuesa can play till he's you know in his mid thirties at least, mid to late thirties, because. Of, of of what he especially in the Mekis where the pace of play isn't as yeah as crucial as it is in other leagues and uh, you know I mean he we've talked about Sancho I mean is there a better uh, player that hides the ball better than than, than Samba there just isn't I mean he will just every, every time he possesses the ball it is so hard for defenders to even 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 poke it away they just they, they just can't he's so good at at at, at defending the ball when he has it. It's unbelievable. It, it, it is. It is just such a, such a one of one of those talents that's not really appreciated in, in, in the sport. But it's just absolutely impressive what he's able to do. And, and a guy like that, you know, on a team like this, I mean, it's just it's. Uh, yeah, they've they've they they definitely have it uh, going on. Well, well, they put they put the herd on on Toluca three zero, and and uh, you know Toluca has been. 
has been close. Uh, so close yet so far of winning that league title. So, I mean, Cristante might be on the, on the ropes here just because, um, the team's not doing as good as, as Toluca would want. So, I mean, there's been talk of Chepo returning. Chepo? And, yes, sir. Chepo de la Torre, um, and he's, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people hate him, uh, they still equate him with the national team and it's not, you know, it's, it's if you want to see it that way. Um, but he, even if you do see it that way, he only lost a handful of games, <laughs> right. you know, uh, but, but like his record in league, uh, his league record, just, just, just the amount of games, the, the times he'll get you in Liguilla and then makes it to semifinals and he has three league championships. So he's, uh, number wise, he's one of the best league IMX coaches right now. Um, I mean, well, if he does coach, he'll be one of the best ones. And Querétaro is rumored to want him as well. Querétaro just sacked Rafa Puente, who we're a big proponent. You know, we, we like to promote that guy. And well, he went. He lost all seven games this season. You know, that's not the first time that's happened with him, Joel. He, he does – with Lobos Wap, he had a strong first – you oh, know, he had a yeah. clausura, and then the clausura was just a it was, Well, for, is, for – they did sell his best players um, and did not really bring that anyone. Is, that is no excuse. There was no, no excuse. excuse. Yeah, to do that bad, I agree. I agree. He still shouldn't be that bad, you know. Seven straight losses. Um, so I, I don't know. Chepo is, word on the street is that Chepo commands a hefty price. Uh, you have to pay the iron, the iron price to bring him. And so I'm, I'm guessing to me, Toluca would be Sounds like the better fit. The gold price? <laughs> the gold price? Yeah. yeah. To me, Toluca would be the better fit just because he's been there. He won two league championships with them. Uh, and he left on a good note with them, you know. Um, well, you know, Toluca is a place that uh, if you're any kind of, you know, as long as you don't, you know, just completely fall apart. Yeah. Then they're going to they're gonna give you time. Yeah, and they seem to have a more competitive squad than Querétaro. <laughs> so I, well, I, yeah. really, I really don't, you know, if you're Chepo, and you're trying to rebuild, you know, yourself again. Well, you know, you know, uh, Toluca is like this is like the Billy Preston of <laughs> the Billy of of of, of, of Liga Mekis. You know, he Billy Preston for for those of you that don't know was a, a piano player that uh, played uh, on 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 Let It Be, the the, the Beatles' final album, and, and uh, I mean that's him playing piano and Get Back. I remember that piano solo. Anyway, so they call him the fifth Beatle. So, you know, Toluca is kind of like the fifth Beatle of Liga Mekis, where they have like the big four. Yes. And then Toluca is just, uh, you know, just a one renglon down from that. Yeah, yeah. It's another place we need to go see, and, uh, go see a game is, is Toluca. Yeah, yeah, that would, that is a definitely. And they just, they refurbished their stadium not too long ago. But I, I think like with Chepo, he, he looked bad with Chivas, even though I think fans were a bit, 
it was it surprised me how fans quickly forgot what he did with the club because this was a team that wasn't even qualifying to Liguilla. And he took him to semifinals, which was the first time in two years that the team had played a semifinals match. And he took him to the semifinals. Uh, <laughs> and he also took him to a cup final. They did lose, but, but, uh, the great Cuauhtémoc was at the other end of that, of that defeat. He was playing the last season with, with Puebla. Um, so I mean, he, he, he had, he was competing pretty good again until he got sacked. Um, and then he went to Santos. Yes. And kind of the same thing, you know, at first, but then, uh, it's too bad that Dan is not because he could, uh, he could fill us in with a little more. He could, he, well, yeah, we, we had that season in, in uh, Forge, man. <laughs> There's games that Santos would completely dominate and Furch would miss like two or three. And I was like, Santos would have been like right. and, and when they, doing and way get, better. And they, and they would be, uh, the teams would tie him in the, la- in the last few minutes. Yeah, I, I do think uh, something was off a bit there, and and um, whatever it was, I, I think that um, this other guy did it right. Um, Goddamn, this is the day we forget names, Yon. The the the, uh, the Uruguayan guy was it good on your left? Yes. No, no, no. The, he took over and he won with them. Right, good on your left, you won it. No. No, no, not Santos. You're you're thinking Toluca now. No. Oh. It was, uh, man, he's a Veracruz right now. He's a Veracruz. Again, hard hitting, hard hitting up to the main information. <laughs> and you were not even drinking. Maybe that's why, that's why, that's why you're on. We usually have. Sivoldi, Sivoldi, Sivoldi. Yes, Robert Dante Sivoldi. Robert Dante Sivoldi. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. Yeah, he's Robert... not had a particularly good season either. No, no, but I mean, he, he did take over a pretty bad team. But I, I think, uh, Sivaldi pretty much figured out what needed and he, he made the right changes and, and, and they won. But, but Chepo helped put together the locker room and then they had to fire him because of it. And yeah, the same. <laughs> no one, no one will talk about what happened, but Sivaldi's like, yeah, they needed to fire me. <laughs> he, he accepted his, uh, his, his, but but you know I'm, I'm gonna say this, uh, and it's probably a hot take. But did oh, Chepo did? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How how hot is 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 it this hot? What is it? Do we need to bring the fireman down? It's it's almost that hot. Some people might dismiss it, but I do think he helped. He played a role in helping build these squads that went on to win league championships, uh, both at Chivas and Santos. Especially with one thing we've seen with Chepo is that he's pretty good at, at you know, Armando the teams defensively. Like, it, you know, his teams really get blown out of the water. But well, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to lose games when when the other team doesn't score. Yeah, yeah. So, but he did help put together those squads, uh, and and I think he deserves some credit. That's and that's you know, if we look at it, that's kind of basically what happens in a lot of teams. You know, sometimes a coach comes in and. You don't. It's rare that you you build a team from scratch. You usually inherit a squad that's been together for a while or or working mm-hmm. together. So do you think if if they asked if they asked Chepo about those teams, do you think that he would he would channel his his inner, inner uh, Ricardo Lavolpe <laughs> and say, 
Es, esos equipos Cholor 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 no, I, I, not, I don't think coaches coaches do that, but I, I do think uh, it plays a role in when they get hired again. You know, it's like not not everything you did was if was if, bad. if if you were Chepo's agent and you sit down and you, and you lay out the deals and you look at the teams and you and you weigh the pros and the cons with him and you have your you know maybe a couple of you know I'm, I'm assuming Chepo's as a as a tequila man. What you say is a tequila man. I would, I yeah. would. So you have a couple of tequilas and you and you and you hash it out and you say, Chepo, you know, I would advise you to go to X. What would you say? I would say Toluca. Toluca. Yes. More stability, more tradition, more of a comfort yes. zone. You know, he knows the area. You know, he knows the team. He knows the flaw. You know, just the whole, he knows the Toluca. He won a couple championships at Toluca. Yes. Yes, he did. And he's worked with the directiva, you know, or the owners. He knows them. Yeah. Even, 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 though, even though they fired. No, he didn't fire him. No, he, he, he went, went to, to the selección. selección. So he was never yeah. fired from Toluca. So he's still, he's still in their good graces. Yes, yes, exactly. I think yeah, Toluca could work, you know, and he could, uh, it, you know, again, it's not like they're a bad team, so he can certainly, uh, you know, no. turn it around pretty fairly quickly. Yeah, they and they, I mean, they they've been pretty close. Uh, they reached the final, which they lost to Santos, uh, and you know, and 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 then they were. If if you were a GM, Hoy, and 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 the owner has says, find me a coach, right? And and you go and you scour the league and and, and, and it comes down to it comes down to, to Chepo, to Chivo, and to Potro. Who do you who do you take who do you take hold? Wait, are Chivo and Potro from Cruz de Cuervos? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that that answer is obvious. Potro. It's Chepo, man. He's, he's you would take Potro. Chepo over, over those guys? <laughs> yes, yes I would. He's more stable. All right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So, so we're thinking, we're thinking Chepo to Toluca. So, so you know, Querétaro is gonna, you know, is is Romano well, Romano available? Because I'm sure that they'll. Yeah, I mean, Toluca hasn't fired. They haven't fired a Cristante. Well, you know what? And, uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, Querétaro's already. We could hear an announcement tomorrow, you know. It's true. Uh, Monday, yeah. and and so we'll see what what they do, and who they bring in. Uh, Querétaro is. They've had local talent before. I mean, they had Rey Midas, and uh, who knows if they might bring him back. But I'm guessing if you could afford Rey Midas, you could afford Chepo. So. Um, who knows? Who knows? Right you there. You don't think Reynidas charges more than Chepo? I think they are. They're about the same, but yeah. probably more. Could be. Could be. I mean, if yeah, Reynidas hasn't coached in a while, well, I guess either has Chepo for that matter. Yeah. Chepo says, "Do they still play eleven versus eleven? It's been a while. I don't <laughs> remember." Well, well, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. One thing I will say about Querétaro is that they have. Uh, 
you know, at least in their recent hires, expect a willingness to, you know, to give a give a a, a young and experienced coach a chance. Who had Jimmy Lozano last season, who's now the uh, the U twenty three coach from for Mexico. So we'll see how that uh, how that turns out for El Jimmy, who uh, you know was one of those guys who who peaked just a year too early. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oof, man, he was he was really talented. I thought, I thought he was going to be the next like superstar. That's how talented I thought he was. Played really well, but anyway, it's uh, unfortunate for El Jimmy that his career. Jimmy, yeah. But uh, he he did all right for himself. He did all right for himself. You know, you know, Jimmy was uh, was Echo and Seu, as as his famous picture says. When they when they won a championship, and uh, today in Seoul, well, uh, America came to town. You know, made the long and arduous four mile journey from from Guapa to uh, Pedregal in the blistering sixty five degree heat up uh, in, in Mexico City, and uh, then uh, proceeded to have the home team defeat them one zero. On a second half goal, and off a corner kick, and they hold on to to win one zero. It was uh, the first time that Pumas has beaten America in a while. Uh, they should have beaten them in the in the first in the first season. Uh, they were up two zero, but uh, <sighs> ended up tying two two to a nine man America. A nine man America. They tied two two. Nine men. Anyway, they win one zero, Joel. Uh, so, so the, uh, the 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 derbies over over the past weekend have, have provided some very favorable results for a couple of uh, podcast hosts, which uh, I find very interesting. Oh man. And uh, and suddenly, suddenly, Joel Pumas has gone from 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 the basement to basement dwellers. To, from basement dwellers <laughs> to uh, you know they're 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 at least opening the you know opening the door to get out. Uh, they've 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 vaulted all the way up to twelfth place. They're one point out of the uh, out of the playoff zone. And uh, and and a plus one goal differential. Well, we can't have it all, Joel. You know, it's a, the, the, these things take time. These things take time. But but you know who also has one plus one goal differential is America. And then there's a whole lot of teams with minus, zero, and then you have um, the top five. So it's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> I think it's, it's a good starting point, you know. Um, yeah, because um, Monterrey, they have a plus 12 goal differential. Tigres, plus 7. Leon, plus 11, which is like, damn. They don't have half the, you know, half the money that Monterrey... I don't even think, I don't even think Pumas has scored 11 goals. I don't think they've even scored 10 goals, for that matter. They have scored 7. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they have seven against, 6 against... But I mean, it, it's it's not 
it's not that bad, uh, Yon, because sixth place Santos has scored seven and seven against Pachuca in seventh. They scored eight, but they have ten goals against <laughs> and they're in seventh. Uh, Tijuana, Tijuana has um, their, their seven goals for and seven against. They're the other team with a zero goal differential. Chaflas scored 11 goals, but they have 12 against, so they're minus one. Lobos Buap uh, scored 10, 12 against, so they're minus two. And America and Pumas have one, one each, uh, plus one. And then you have. Are you telling me that the Lobo Buap is, is, is ahead of Pumas in the. And America. But America oh. does have one game less. Uh, they have not played. They have a match against Necaxa pending. Uh, so that's that. I think. I think we might see it. I mean, bounce bounce right back up. Um, but I think I think Pumas. You know, I think Bruno Marioni, man, he he he's been a pretty good fit. Well, yeah. I mean, he was uh, you know part of the glory uh, the the glory years in '03 and '04. And uh, you know a great goal scorer for 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 Pumas, um, and yeah, it looks like it. Uh, you know, at least for now, you know the, the you know so far so good, and uh, you know the 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 the, the, the Pumas uh, GM. Uh, I forget what the guy's name is again. You know, uh, it was uh, was it like like Lopez Parga or something like that comes out and says, hey, you know, by 2021, we're going to have the, the fifth best payroll in the league. It's like, <laughs> what, your TV contract? You going to do TV contract then? Is that, is that why? Renewed sponsorship or a new sponsorship deal. Um, I, I think it's unfair for the players, you know, to to hear that for the current squad. That was like a very a very he channeled this inner Jorge Vergara when, and you know, he just say something that is is totally, you know, just it was just totally wrong thing to say. Right, and and again, it just it just goes back to one of the uh, the areas that we've discussed on this show ad nauseum. It's like uh, about Liga MX. It's like, does he do these guys ever take any PR classes? Because it's just it's just you know. One gigantic foot in their mouth after another, you know. From one week, you know, two weeks ago, it was it was it was Caicinha saying, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't follow the people that play the sport in the skirts. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, it's uh, yeah, it's just uh, it, it, it's just it's just mind boggling. And you know, and Caicinha, unfortunately, uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised Belize hasn't pulled the trigger on him yet. Yeah, he seems he seems a bit he he hasn't seen Belize hasn't been in the forefront as much this season, and I'm wondering what's happening. I I did find I did some sleuthing, so I did find out that Caixinha had had pretty much pushed to keep to keep uh, Carterucho Quemado on the squad, right? And that could have been a disagreement and. Carterucho has been a total bust this season. Again, again, and, and it's a... tie the, the the game against Santos. And... <laughs> you know. it, yeah, and you know the thing that surprised me because 
when when we were doing the pod and we were talking about you know refuerzos and I'm thinking yeah they're they're gonna get rid of Carterucho because he's just not you know he's not delivering and and bring in uh you know some some other striker and and, and I was expecting some someone more like perhaps like the the you know the the Perucho that was at, at Morelia. Right. That would have been a perfect fit. In, well, they, and they it seems something like very Pelias thing to do. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, but that guy had already gone to Seattle. Seattle, I know. But, you know, but I'm, I'm thinking something along the lines. But Oh, you say you should have, you should have done that uh, at, the, at the first of the season altogether. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, I mean, he did bring in the guy from uh, from Atlas, though. Yeah. So, and I mean, he's he, also been having a pretty, a pretty. They'll, they'll, I mean, again, you know, uh, you know, they'll be fine. Cruz Azul will be fine. They'll get it turned around. If they don't get it turned around, though, then I think that uh, Caicinha will uh, will not. Uh, I mean, they have eight again. I mean, Cruz Azul is is two points away from the Liga zone. So let's let, let's pump the brakes on their, you know, you know, there's still too. there's still ten match days to go. That's thirty points. You know, Cruz is going to get 20 out of that relatively had, Good. I had I had my picture here and it it um it disappeared. Okay, aquí está. Cruz Azul is in 14th place right now. Yeah. Uh, they have eight points. Yeah, so but they went, they, two, went, they went three two. in a row. They went three in a row, which which we know happens in Liga Mekis all the time. They went three in a row. They go from 14th place to sixth. Yeah, but they're they're but you know what? Cruz Azul is not the the thing with Cruz Azul is this is a team that is not just looking to qualify to the league. They're looking to win it, you know? Because uh, that's that's their goal. That's that's their main thing and and um they seem to have gone in reverse from last season reaching the final to now that they're have like they're just struggling to score, and and they they did bring in some some pretty good players. They put in more money, um, you know, and and they have right now they've only scored five goals in seven games. I mean, you know, Monterrey has scored twenty. Leon sixteen goals, man. Leon has scored sixteen goals. Uh, and the Caxa 14, you're Cruz Azul. You, you should at least be just as good as those two teams. You know? I just flew myself. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I do think they can make Liguilla, but, but um, with these low numbers, the prospects of, of making a, well, you let's, know, run let, for... Let's, let, let, let's talk about, though, because, uh, you know, the yeah. Cruz Azul is, is, is... What's happening in Cruz Azul is happening to America. You know, these guys, you know, they they, they finish the final, and then the, the league starts two weeks later. Yeah. And so there are, what, 14 teams in Liga Mekis that, that had, that you know, will have started the uh, the second season with a, with, with a nice six-week break. And are you know, and and are, and are a lot f- fresher. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we we we, we there's something when people talk about campeonitis, not campeonitis. It's it's the fact that you know these teams just haven't 
you know, they didn't have a, they didn't have the the same amount of prep time as the other ones, and then it's taking them time to adjust. So we'll see how they. Uh, you know, Tigres is another one who, for people always say, you know, what happens to Tigres and the club? They do so well in the Apertura. What happens to It's because they do so well in the Apertura that they suffer in the Clausura. So that's you know, and I think we're seeing that with uh, with Club America and Cruz Azul because they both made it to the. Uh, both made it to the final. They're both under you know, in the same boat. I can't believe I'm defending America. Whole. What's wrong with me? <laughs> it What's wrong with me? What is wrong with we, me? We have to, we've, we've been doing this often. We have to go to uh, one of our one of our uh, reporters see what she has to say about that. Okay, Chingue, su madre el America. There you go. There you have it, Hoel. There you have it. <laughs> oh man, no, I I think I may, they they brought in some players, and I do think uh, I, I see a better upside for them than Cruz Azul. I think once once both their Nicos, uh, you know, get in rhythm, uh, I should start firing on all cylinders. Yeah, well, I mean, it's certainly possible, and I do think that. Uh, I mean, like I said I do think any Cruzeiro will turn it around. Ultimately, they will sneak in, you know, and then they, they, you know, then they can play spoilers instead of being the ones that end up inevitably, inevitably getting spoiled. But that's true. But back, back to uh, back to Pumas, Joel. Back, back to Pumas. So we have, we have Marioni who's come in, taking over for Patino, and in two weeks has gotten the two wins that they've had over the season, beat their biggest rival. Uh, that the, that they have uh, outside of Tigres, who I think is their other big rival. So you know, the, and 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 ended it at home. They have the, the they have Leon next week. Or does does Pumas have a chance against against La Fiera next week? And it's and then and it's going to be at at Leon Stadium, correct? I think so. Although I think this is one of those quirky ones where I I can't remember if if it's going to be uh, a home or not. Let me check. Before I, Man, I don't know why the hell this schedule is all screwed up. I'm not sure what's going on. Well, it, well, regardless of whether it's at home or away. No, I I think it makes makes a bit of a difference, John. Let's take a look. It's going to actually at home. That's what I thought. So I thought this was one of those oh. one of those weirdo scheduling things. Yeah, so it'll it'll be at home. So they have that two, two in a row. So it'll be it'll be at high noon yeah. in that blistering sixty degree heat that, See, I, that, that, I think that, that affects the players. Yeah, I think that that helps him. Uh, I think that definitely helps him. But Leon Leon has like, they've been pretty good on the road as well. Um, they did beat America three zero. Are you are you trying to scare that, me? No, I, I'm just trying to prepare. I'm preparing yeah, you. Are you, gonna, are you gonna make me play it? Hold, uh, you know, I was I was gonna avoid playing it today, but I, I think you're, I think that comment. Is, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that comment merits at least one, at least one of these. Here we go. So. <laughs> Oh man! So anyway, so uh, so no, they haven't. They have played. You know, again, you know, if Pumas, 
can uh, can, can get a result against Leon. I think it'll be it'll be good, but I, I fully expect Leon to uh, probably uh, a win going away like two to one. Well, yeah, no, Leon's been they've been pretty pretty consistent. I mean, they tied Monterrey also on the road. And it's natural who's who's their coach, right? Isn't he the new coach? Um, damn, this is yeah. For new listeners, we're not doing ourselves any favors. <laughs> Part of that hard hitting, that uh, hard hitting. Uh, that would I would be you episode. know if no um. It's it's Gustavo Chavo Diaz. He's a Uruguayan. That's who the coach is. Okay, and then um, I was I would have been mightily surprised if it was Nacho Man, because uh, but yeah, he he was. It's crazy because uh, this guy was at Celaya, which was for the past like. Two years, um, and then he came to before coming to Leon. Oh yeah, very interesting. So even in the lower divisions, yeah, he he was. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's natural, dude. What what is natural? Is is isn't. Nacho, the coach, right now. Do well, I was looking at their page? Unless it's not a. Oh, like it's Leon, not updated. Leon's website. Not, Le, Leon. No, I was looking at at. The, hold on, let me. Let me. I was looking at the. I don't even get their website. It's it's like, I'm looking for their website and. Uh, and it's not showing up on me. Do they even have one? <laughs> That's hilarious. They're not paying uh, Google to be a. Uh... Yeah, it it should be Ambris. It's a, yeah. The uh, I just went through. How did that guy come out of John? <laughs> it's like I'm using Geocities. Uh, I'm getting the. Old web pages. Did you, did you ask? Did you ask Jeeves to find <laughs> Leon's website? Leon's website. No, Nacho is is a good coach, man. Uh, yeah, he's the current he's the current manager of Leon. Yeah, I thought it was Nacho. Yeah, no, he's he's finally doing good. Um, dude was uh, he was at Nicaxa where he was. You know, mixed results, but I, I think uh, I, I think he's he's he just needed a break, and he's getting it finally. And it's not just him. You know, Nekaxa is having a good season, and Memo Vasquez is coaching Nekaxa. No, Memo Vasquez is a good coach. That's another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of these Mexicans are popping out of the woodwork because uh, there was almost. You know, there was very few a few seasons back. Like almost none. There was like three of them. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of young coaches, and and, and I think the only one that's left is Paco Palencia. Paco Palencia at Lobos Buap, 
which was uh, Mexican versus Mexican. Uh, Lobos Boa beat, beat uh, Querétaro. And that's where Rafa Puente Jr. was at. Do you think uh, Paco Palencia wears the, the black nail polish when he coaches, or do you think he uh, I don't... <laughs> takes it off? No, I, you know, I think he's benefiting from having... He has... At Lobos Boa, it's, uh, it's the old wolf, man. Uh, La, La Puente. Oh, La Puente, yeah. Yeah, he's he's like he's like a consultant right there, and that guy was he was one of the best back when he coached Necaxa in America. This guy was he was a tough cookie man, a did, hard uh, guy to beat. Did Palencia ever play under La Puente? I don't think so because Palencia was a Cruz Azul, and then he he came to Chivas. So I would, but I mean, with the selection, he did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with the selection he did. Not not a club, but definitely at selection level. So he's having a good season there with uh yeah, so there was uh there was Chiquis Garcia who was a coach and Jimmy Lozano and Rafa Puente and all those guys all just like summarily one after the other. And, you know, the question that we brought up back then when that was happening was, would, you know, would this be happening if these guys were from somewhere else? Because the uh, yeah. foreign coaches seem to get a lot more, uh, they seem to get, well, they're probably also a little bit more expensive too, so I'm sure that has something to do with it, but they do seem to get a little bit more. They get more of a cushion, huh? Exactly. They get more rope. <laughs> so. Well, we should probably, uh, you know, a, a good spot for us. So, by the way, uh, thanks to uh, Ricardo Torres. It was Arias de Praga, uh, Joel, who was the, uh, the 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 Pumas GM, who was was making his brilliant financial decisions public. Yeah, by the 2020, we'll have the fifth best payroll in the league. Great, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, there's that. But uh, we should uh, we should finish the show, Joel, with 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 a little uh, talk about players across the pond. Uh, our, our boy uh, uh, Diego Lainez scored uh, his his first goal. He got his he got his first in the uh, in the, actually in the Europa League uh, against uh, I want to say it was Stade de Rennes, the out of the uh, out of Ligue 1. <laughs> And, That's a uh, nice goal. <laughs> it was a nice goal. Yeah, he uh, he hit a nice uh, one-time C&I goal that kind of bounced its way through the defense and missed some legs and, and ended up going into the back of the net, which was terrific. And uh, played a really good game. And you would have thought, Joel, that, that, that we were witnessing the second coming of Lionel Messi and Pelé and Ferenc Pushkash and uh, Johan Cruyff. You know, Kevin Keegan, Seiko, you know, all these players just rolled into one with the way that the, some folks were reacting about. It. It's like, it's just a goal. Let's, let's calm down. You know, it was a good goal. Oh, yeah, it was. It was but, a bit uh, embarrassing. You know, but let's, let's not forget though that these, that these, that the same folks that are doing this, you know, when, when Lainez has a couple of bad games, they're going to say that he is an inflado, petardo, diva, no sirve para nada. No, if you hear the guy's comments, he's, he's well grounded. Oh, I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, when oh, 
Yeah. You know, the, 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 it, the Mexican fan was, is, is quite fickle when it comes to that. Oh, they, they can be. But, and then you could see, like, his, I think his family is with him, right? I'm, well, his dad for sure. I don't know if the whole if the whole gang came, but yeah, I'm sure that. Yeah, he he seems to be very close to his mom. Um, but that you know, it might sound dumb, but like, it's it's important for a lot of players because if you're not protected, it's easy to get caught up, and and you're you know you're you're the star of the moment, or you're having your 15 minutes, and you could get dragged in into all this stuff, extra cancha that's gonna end up hurting you uh like we saw with with Gio when when he's at Tottenham and he's at that Christmas party and those pictures come up and he's being um dragged into a limo and he's he's all shit faced. You know? Uh even Maradona he talked about how he he wasn't ready for all that like that fame and, and lifestyle because he came from very very humble beginnings. Right. And and he says how he's you know, he's being taken to all these parties and, and he's coke and all that. And it, it just, it, you know, man, what, what, how, how could he survive? Honestly, and all the cocaine and, you know, all the girls, I'm sure, I'm sure he was just, you know, well, I do think some, some players could handle that, but I think that there's some that just can and they get swept away and, and then it's like it, it's harder for them to recover. I mean, really, let's, let's give it up to Diego for having such a. <laughs> uh, it was so hard for him when he first started out. So, very, 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 very sad. No, I see what you're pointing. You know, and, and Chichetto did the same thing. He brought his family over. And, and, you know, Chichetto's a little older, but uh, you know, I, I think the you know the you know obviously the message it sends is, is that I'm not here to party. I'm here. I'm here to learn, and I'm here to play, and I'm here to make sure that 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 that, that that's that's the reason I'm here. Having his family, and again, we have to remember he's also 18, so it's not like you know he's ready to. You know, you have to. You know, yeah, he hasn't ventured out on his own before. You know, it's uh, yeah. So. No, um, but yeah, but what happens when you're in those teams, and and you're like you're like the star of the moment. Everybody wants to be your best friend, you know. You're getting all these offers, and and all the it could be overwhelming, you know that that well, type I mean, of lifestyle. That let me ask you, Hood, because that that's kind of what happened to you when you came over to the Cantina <laughs> Mackey's podcast. Oh man, you were going yeah. to the same. You know, you were you know the circles that you were running in. You know when that happened. You know, you know it's one of the probably the reasons why all the. Uh, all the Liga Mekis guys are, or, or, or I'm sorry, all the national team guys are wanting to play in LA because I'm at a party with Joel. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's. Yeah. So, go to your, uh, go to go to your tío's place. Go to... <laughs> so there's a, there's that. No, it's uh, no, you're right though. I mean, it's uh, it's. It, 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 it is definitely pretty crazy. Definitely pretty crazy. You know, and he played today. I didn't get a chance to see it, but the, you know, the reports were that it kind of had a, uh, a dub, you know, not, uh, just a kind of a quiet performance, and you know that that's going to happen too. And you know, just you know, the kid needs time, but he obviously, 
you know, there, there's, there's something to work with there. And, and, and if he learns his craft, he, he, he could be a, a very good player. So, you know, hopefully that'll, uh, that will work out for him. But, uh, you know, this, we'll, we'll see what kind of decisions he makes outside. And if those decisions, you know, uh, how that affects his play on the field. And so far, it looks like, like he's, he's, well, he wants to make, make sure that, 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 that the reason that he's over there is, is to, uh, perform well and compete and, 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 uh, and, and play and, and get better and improve. Yeah, I think I, I think he. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think he knows he's in line to be pretty much um, Mexico's like main star or one of the main stars uh, in the next World Cup. It'll probably be right now. It'll probably be between him and Chucky. I don't think so. Well, I think it's going to be between him and Trophies. <laughs> Him and trophies, huh? Who knows if, if trophies? It's, it's gonna be trophy. It's gonna the, the the it's gonna be the the Linus Jimenez trophies front latch. You know what? We'll put Chucky there and then let trophies play the ten. Yeah, because because Chucky could be like the next Tecatito man, where two years from now he's he's still at PSV. Well, he uh, he did have a concussion uh, a couple weeks ago, and those. You know, it's going to be a good month before we see Chucky Lozano play up to the uh, level that we were used to seeing before his injury. So, oh man, I mean, I mean, that's just—I just say that because I think concussions do take a little more time to come back from than people probably think they should. So, you know, if if you hear of Chucky having a bad, uh, you know, if he's not playing very well, you know, remember that he's coming back yeah. from a concussion. Because you don't really think clearly. If you've ever had a concussion, you you don't really start thinking clearly for about another. It takes about a month. I, I think he can miss, yeah, four or five games with PSV, and and they'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, he, he, they, he they shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, he should come to Max just for some fiestas or whatever. Well, he's got his concussion. Yeah, well, apparently he can come party with you there, and uh, you know, you and 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 Carlitos and 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 Yona. Yona. <laughs> Yona. Well, there is the game in San Diego coming up, Yon. That's true. The Mexican game, and I'm disappointed, Yon. I'm disappointed. Who's who's disappointed? I am because uh, Mexico was going to play Paraguay. I, I don't know who they're playing first, Chile or Paraguay. Chile. I think it's Chile first. But the but the Paraguay game was going to be against JCO, and and I wanted that, you know. It was it's, I just I needed that closure. And uh, which way did you want it to go? I, well, I just wanted to see Mexico win, man. I wanted to see Mexico win, and and JCO with his red and blue pants just dotting down stuff, jotting down stuff. Or he's like kneeling in the ground, you know. Uh, <laughs> But I'm not gonna get to see it, man. He what quit. what would have happened? He, what would have happened to to Mexico and the Mexican press and everything else if 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 with if with Juan Carlos Paraguay wins that game? And he wins it by like four zero. Right. <laughs> I would have been an epic meltdown. Uh, seriously, I mean that that was, that was I was like, 
Yeah. Im- imagine the craziness that the would have ensued after. <laughs> Well, really, you know what? It wouldn't have to even take four zero. A one zero game would have been enough. Yeah. That meltdown. Yeah, but he, he, uh, yeah, he quit, man. There was a section, there was a section of the, the Paraguay, the Paraguayan, um, the FA that just didn't like him and didn't want him there. Uh, so he ended up just, he quit. He said he quit for personal reasons. Yeah, but I think that's what it was. I, I think he saw it coming, and he's like, I, didn't I, have I, I don't need this shit. I don't. <laughs> he had it. This is going to be his first game, right? Or second, maybe. But wait, didn't he just coach one? I think he coached one. Could have been yeah, one I game. Didn't, I didn't think he had, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, we, we need our drinks, Yon. That's... That's, you know, like Jose well, yeah, Alfredo. Well, you know, it's, one, it's one thing to not know the Leon goal. It's another thing <laughs> to know the, the Paraguay friendly schedule. I, th- I think you cut a little slack. Cause, cause, no, I'm saying we both need it, man. Yeah. We've been forgetting names and mixing up players. Like Jose Alfredo Jimenez used to say, most people drink to forget. I drink to remember. And right. that's that's pretty much right here at the casino. Well, isn't that part of and the, we, of the show? We, we, we take a few beers and, and we remember stuff and... And, uh, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is it that the charm of the show that we can talk about soccer without having to watch the game? But, <laughs> and, hey, you know, but, but we were still pretty spot on, even though we, we, we still called like finalists and stuff like that. So, yeah. Come, cheers. Well, it's, cheers not like not, it's not like I'm not, I'm not entirely paying, you know, attention. I, mean, I do pay attention. Yeah. That's, that's also true. I just, I just don't have time to meticulously watch the, you know the ninety minutes over and over and over again of a. You know. And if you watch the league long enough, you pretty much know. You pretty much know what what direction it's gonna go. Right, which is why I asked uh, after the Clásico Tapatío, when I asked the rhetorical question, will Atlas be able to recover from this? Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, which poor Chaflas, man. Of course, the answer is no. I saw this funny picture. It said uh, the ten-year challenge, and it showed an empty trophy cabinet for Atlas. <laughs> and then they showed the current one, <laughs> and it's still empty. <laughs> oh man, that's that is brilliant. Ay 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 ay. Yeah, for Atlas. But, you know, I, I do think, uh, let's see, let's see how, I, I do want, I do want Rafa Marquez to do good, um, cause he's, he has like a GM role. And I think Padre Pardo is also helping, um. So he is now a caballero in the Pacto de Caballeros, and he's also the he, head of the player syndicate. Which, which so. we haven't heard about anymore. <laughs> yeah. It, it sort of went away. It got swept under the carpet. Um, but I, I want to see what, what he's capable of doing. Uh, he talked about instilling some of that Barca mentality into Atlas. But I think for Atlas, what they have to do is, same like Pumas, go back to, to what worked with them was working with youth and bringing out some of their, you know, homegrown talent. Yeah, they, they, they both, I, you're absolutely right. They, they both, absolutely. Yeah, they strayed they from that and, and it's hurt them. And 
and I'm pretty sure there's a good chance that I think uh, I think uh, Guardado will probably go play a year with them before he retires. And I, I do think Guardado would return to Atlas, especially with the whole, you know, they might they might even offer him like a a position there, you know. Yeah. So they will. You know, he had a really good international career. One of those. Yeah, but but you know, this is the other other the other interesting thing that we're seeing these guys. They were players, and and see them shift into their new roles, which sometimes we forget. You know, like like with Nestor, for example, and he was doing it at Chivas, and, and it's easy to forget that he was a player for a long time. You know. And that he's. Oh, believe me, not, I, I, I could forget a lot of things about Nestor. Could, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like not you, Yon. I mean, like, like just, just uh, we have a lot of like younger, younger um, audience that didn't get to see them play, so they never see them as, as um, players. And I was like, I, I was talking to some. I'm guessing he's a kid. He's <laughs> on Twitter. And he was down talking Bora, man. And I was like, if in Mexican football, there's no way you could call him a terrible coach. How are you going to say that, man? I had like, what, five World Cups? Five well, different teams? You know, aside from that, I mean, geez, I mean, just, you know, his his short tenure in the league was outstanding. His uh, yeah. his national team tenure with Mexico was, was second second to none, literally second to none. He took us to the quinto partido. Yeah. Um, he qualified China, man. He's he's a hero over there. Qualified them to their first ever. Brazil world. was so scared of of of, of, <laughs> of, of, of Bora. Seriously, the like 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 the, like the, the newspapers and stuff. They were thinking that China would 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 qualify ahead of them because of him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I I think just you know we, we get to see this transition that like I, I missed it with some of the so, you know. With with some of the that are now with with some of the directivos now. I mean, I got to see it with Pelias. Uh, I did not. I I I didn't get to see uh, Nestor play. You know, I I just knew him as Nestor the Nestor the directivo. So, I would see and, the pictures. And, and, and you fell in love with him so much. I did. When I, when I once asked you, your 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 your, your, your dream barbecue, your 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 Chivas oh, dream it's barbecue. True. Yes. You said Chepo and Nestor de la Torre. Those were yes. your two invites. <laughs> they were the ones that got the golden ticket to come to Joel's Dream Barbecue. It's it's, it's Chepo and Nestor. <laughs> yeah, well, probably right now, just Nestor and uh, someone else. Who, who's the other one? Bovo? I don't know. Can I? Oh, well, that was just the Chiva only. You, you said Chiva, yeah, Chiva only. Yeah, Chiva only. Yeah, it was, it was Bovo and Nestor. Oh, it was Buffalo. I thought it was Chepo. Yes. No, no, not Chepo. Nestor is like what is this? His brother. He could. He could tell. He could give me the dirt. Oh, I see. He <laughs> give me the dirt on him. Suelta la no. Buffalo, Buffalo, my angel. Um, yeah. You still want to show me your cucumber? Hey now. You know, I forgot about that. That we had that drop, and I wanted. To, what was the name of that town? In Chile, that uh, Fernandez played played for, or that that club. What was it? 
That Fernanda, that uh, Brian, Brian, Brian Fernandez played for. Necaxa? No, no, Union. Oh, uh, Racing. No, oh, the Chilean club. Yeah. Man, you. <laughs> what, was, what was it again? La Concepcion. I, no, I need no, to. No. It was Union or something rather. Okay, hold on. I got it right now. It's Union La Calera. Union La Calera, which, <laughs> frankly, sounds that sounds a little dirty. You oh, man. want to show me your cucumber? Anyway, anyway, anyway so uh, see now you've got me all discombobulated. Oh, we were talking about the uh, the uh, the barbecue with with you and and uh, Nestor and, and Bofo. Who do you think? See this this is where I think uh, I you I, I'm all surprised, but if 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 the three of you got into uh, like a Raiders of the Lost Ark style drinking contest, you like like the Karen Allen, Marion, you know when she's in the Himalayas at her bar. Who do you think would survive? Who who would be the last man standing between the three of you? Oh man, I don't know. They'll probably be me. You players. Oh, I think I think Nesta drinks to both of you like under five tables. <laughs> These players are used to partying at another level, yo. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. <clears throat> there's, there's, uh, there's no question. Okay, so hold on, let me ask you that. So, so if it's, if it's not a, if it's not a Chivas barbecue, if you, if you could invite uh, three uh, personajes from the world of soccer, non-Chivas, really, who, who would you, who would you invite? Non-soccer? No, no, non-Chivas, non-Chivas, Chivas, oh, the, the no Chivas barbecue. Oh man, damn, that's a good one. That's I I would invite Pep. Okay. Yeah. You say why can't you be like Chepo? Why can't you be like Chepo, Pep? Like, no, uh, just Bielsa. I think that would be the, the local Bielsa man. Mm-hmm. That that's another one. That's that's another one right there. And uh who knows? Uh let me see. He's he's gone, but I would have liked to talk to Chuck Blazer, man. The former Kunkakov vice president. Sure. That guy went from being what a substitute teacher coaching like uh AYSO team in Florida to being a vice president of FIFA. <laughs> This guy ended up making so much money out of football. He rented a penthouse in Manhattan for his for his cats. He's <laughs> man. I imagine the guy that gets paid for that just to go clean up and and just put them some food. He's probably giving them some you know some good good amount of shekels for that. But that's <coughs> that's insane. You know what? What he managed to do and, and, and Chuck, some people don't realize he saved MLS. Yeah, he did. They were, they were about to go down and he orchestrated for the World Cup, uh, TV rights for them to be packaged with MLS TV rights. And that helped the league stay afloat. But that, that to me was like a very interesting personality of, of Chuck Blazer. There's an article around, um, forgot the name of it. We shared it a long time ago. 
it's all on Chuck. It was the ten percent. What was it called, Mister Ten Percent or something like that? Right. Yeah, because he would get of any match played, any amistoso, any any would he would always get a cut. No, no, and, he, he he got whatever contract he negotiated. It, he, he, he got ten percent. He was yeah, but I mean, I think also with the amistosos, this guy. But it's just insane. Um, well, and then contract he negotiated, so yeah. And then um, he ended up being the FIFA gate, the catalyst, right? He got caught his taxes, I think, here, and he he threw everyone under the bus. <laughs> so now we, so now we have a forty eighteen World Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that has to do with Chuck. If you're thinking about why forty eighteens, well, FIFA needs to make money, where before they were making money and. And a good way to do that is inviting more people because that's more tickets. That's more TV contracts, more everything. Well, I mean, that's what it does is, <laughs> is, is that now, now you get countries that have, you know, pretty gigantic populations that are going to you know, probably play in the World Cup. Yeah, like India, people. bring India, bring China back into the fray. Right. Yeah. So to me, Chuck, so I would have Pep Guardiola, um, uh, uh, Bielsa and the Ouija board to to talk to know, Chuck to, to, yeah, to channel to channel the ghost of Chuck, you know, get some cats there. So what, what, what would what would you serve at yours? Now would you do like 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 traditional American barbecue? Would you have an asado or you'd have your an asado? It had to be an asado. Yeah, yeah I would. I would go for the asado, man. What 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 is what does one serve at at, at the? At, it's just Elvis. They do like steak, you know, uh, morcilla, which is blood sausage. Right. That's, that's my favorite, man. But I mean, if you get the Argentine asado, like you gaucho style, you eat off of the grill, man, with the, with the long fork and the knife, cut, cutting the meat. Got to do it once, you know, and it was, it was a highlight, definitely highlight. Oh, yeah? Um, yes, yeah, sir. <clears throat> Um, and who would be your three uh, football guests at the, the John? Well, you know, the one would have to Kolache be... party. <laughs> well, if, if if this guy was going to make it, I'd have to offer a lot more than just kolaches, and that would be Jordan. <laughs> kolaches and fondue party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, Georgie Best for sure. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, he would be one that I would, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would want to. I'd, I'd love to talk to Ugo. I'd love to talk to Ugo for, for an evening. I just think that he, you know, just with what what he went through in in, in both places, you know, and then then the fact that he's, you know, he, he's he's, no one can even touch him. I mean, I know Rafa had a good career, and it was all, but as far as Mexico's greatest player, then he didn't. He still doesn't even. He comes nowhere near Hugo. I mean, he, he is so far above everyone else as far as the greatest player that's ever come out of Mexico that it's not even funny. And I, and, it, and it boggles the mind that that people just don't like the guy. But I know he's not the nicest guy in the world, but it's like, yeah, he's he's far from the least likable. Yeah, he incurs too much wrath that then should be deserved. Yeah, well, you know what? He's he's earned the right to have the opinion that he has more more than anybody else, in my opinion. So, 
I mean, I, I just, I would, uh, and then I guess my third one would be, so I have, I have Google and I have George, George Best. Hmm. Two strikers, Yon. Yeah. I, I could say Picolin, but why why would I waste why would I waste <laughs> Picolin? No. Yeah. Too many biographies and, and right. will be yeah. written about him, no yeah. Exactly. Biopics. Exactly. Biopics what, and all that. What, what more could I learn? You know, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. <laughs> uh, what else could it be? Um boy, that's a Yeah, I'd want to talk to someone who who played when it wasn't nearly as big as it was, or like, like or, or became you know one of the ones that that made it as big. And that would be uh, uh, Pushkash, Aaron ah. Pushkash. Again, another striker. You know what can I say? Yeah, yeah, you can uh, play the sad flute, reminding him of that final and what could have been. <laughs> they never talk about talk about a team that never came back. They never came yeah. back. Damn. I mean, of course, they had some other, you know, issues with being invaded. I wonder what else has happened, though, because you go from being a country. That's like Uruguay, for those, for our younger listeners. Uh, that's like what Uruguay is right now. And then 10 years from now, Uruguay is like. Nothing. No, Yeah, no one, no one even, like. Players coming out of there or the team, and no one is like, eh, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, because they made England care about international football because they humiliated them at Wembley. I want to say it was like in, like in 1951 or 52, so I forget what year. Beat them 8 to 3, just, just destroyed them. And, and 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 England said we we have got to do better than this, and then they, they made it. I'm being dead serious. No, oh, yeah, yeah. They made, yeah, they made them care about. It. I mean, they were Hungary and Uruguay were probably Uruguay before them were, were the the preeminent power. I mean, they were just just powerhouses in Hungary. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and then Pushkash was part of that, and they lost uh, heavily favored against West Germany in the final of the 1954 World Cup. And uh, they lost three two, and uh, and a lot of that, uh, Hoy, they say, is because the semifinal they played with Brazil uh, was so uh, physical and so violent, and it just they said that it it, it, it sapped it sapped the mother energy because they weren't used to playing like that, because uh, you know the uh, Europeans weren't as uh, violent as as the South Americans back then. So uh, they said that it kind of sapped them of their, inner, you know, their of what they did a little bit. They they weren't really themselves. Take that for what you will, but they still, you know, were still heavily favored and lost. Yeah. Two and, and just and then never came back. You know, now Pushkash obviously had a, an outstanding career. Was part of the uh, was it was it Agento di Stefano and, and Pushkash triumvirate that uh, Real Madrid won all the the first five Champions Leagues or whatever it was with. Yeah, and and they had. Uh... And they also had pretty good coaches. They went all over, and, and even Chivas had a Hungarian coach. Yes, uh, lead them to a championship title. 
So it, it's it's very interesting. Uh, we should do more research on that. Like, in what fact, the hell happened actually, to hungry? Yeah. Who cursed them? They they put a hex. A gypsy they curse. Pissed, they must have pissed off the wrong gypsy, and she said she cursed them, man. That's right. And that, that's it. It's like no coaches, no players, no everything. Just the factory shut down, and all that talent just. It's almost like it never happened. You know, if you actually look at the list of, of, of Mexican coaches, there were there were quite a few Hungarian coaches. Yeah, and, and that made it down to Mexico uh, at that time in the in the late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, so it's just it's they have just 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 completely completely disappeared. You know, kind of like Atlante, just gone. You know, <laughs> they, gone. Yeah, they they went from from being America to being Atlas. Or to compare it with Worse Lee. Than that. They went from from, Which, from America to being like, uh, you know, colibríes. I mean, just, just <laughs> That's true. Gone, gone. Colibríes. Yeah, that just you don't you don't hear about it anymore, and then that's it. You know, our our our, our, our friend of the show, Martin de Palacio, said that that was going to happen to Italy. Oh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that, Yon. The whole country is mad about football. You know, it's a big country, too. I just, I don't know. I find it more difficult. Yeah. I don't think it would happen. Of course, he says that, and then they make the final of the, uh, <laughs> of the Euro Cup. <laughs> yeah. In no. fact, I reminded him of the Rockets. Hey, remember when you said that they were going to, and he was like, he's like, it's not every day. <laughs> bueno, bueno, yo, and I have to. Aquí, hasta aquí llegó. Se me acabó la cora. Yeah, you're, uh, like, your time's yeah, up. Yeah, like 25 you, cents. You've run out of quarters. I ran out of quarters. Well, I think we had one a very, I have to admit, I was, it was just so nice to be home. Uh, here it is. And I, and, I, and, I, and I do have to say, uh, there was one that I, that I wanted to play for you that I didn't get that I didn't get to play, but I think we should play it for you and all the Chivas fans. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron 10. Hay que dejarnos de tonterías. So, yeah. There you go. It. Uh, I'm so uh, you know I'm so happy you know that this is one that you were you, you were talking about the 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 signing that. Uh, that Chris Asu was making. I've never had a chance to play with that guy because I think it's just hilarious. This is from Modern Family. See. Do you know how offensive that is? Like we're Peruvians. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but it's good to good to good to be on Joel. With, uh, yes. Here at the and I, you know I always forget what this one is, Joel. If, if you don't mind, just just one one last. El América es una mierda. I always forget about that one. <laughs> Because it's not labeled, so I forget. I forget, it's not labeled. I forget what it is. I have a feeling it's going to remain. It's going to remain that way for. A, yeah, it, it's called record record zero ninety eight. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I, this one's actually blank. This one I don't know what it is. Let's see what we have here. Let's see. Oh, I don't have anything there. Well, that's interesting. Anyway, uh, glad to have you on. I'm glad you were able to make it here tonight. I'm going to make this podcast and uh, yes, uh, and, and thank you for for participating with me uh, on my on my drives back. Ah oh, yes, those those awesome. were fun. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, but it is nice to be home uh, for this one. So it's probably good good for us to uh, 
say good night. So thank you very much for joining us here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. And again, you can yeah. listen to this one and all of our previous edition podcasts, which you can download from uh, iTunes, also on Google Play. So, uh, yeah, and thank you to the listeners that were with us. On, uh, oh, good lord! You too. Even notice we that we had a, yeah. Yes. Thank you to uh, Ricardo. Yeah, he yes. was he was more on it than we were <laughs> with the names. Oh yeah, well maybe we should we should. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's late. You know what can we say? It's uh, it's been a while. But anyway, well, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, always a pleasure, John. And uh, thank you, the listener, for for listening. We'll do this again on here in the Cantina Makers podcast. My name is John Chagu. We will catch you guys at another time. Thank you very much.